Welcome to A Taco American. This is Mikey Fresh here. I'm here in a, a solo act for the month of March, and I think most people, especially if I'm doing it this early, know what I am about to talk about. I'm about to talk about the new Nintendo Switch that came out March 3rd. I picked it up when it first came out. I honestly had no intentions of really getting the console. Um, I'm not really a big Nintendo fan, plus the, the highlight game would be Zelda, and I was never really a big fan of Zelda, so I just was like, you know, if I get it, I get it, if I don't, I don't. So I had gone, basically, the story is I had gone to my local GameStop, um, I was there, I was there to actually pick up something else, uh, and I saw what it was I was getting, and then I was, you know, I usually chit-chat with some of the guys who work there, and I was chit-chatting, and this lady came in with her son, and her son, they reserved two consoles, needless to say, they canceled one reserve, and that reserve that they canceled, I bought that console, so that's basically how I got the console, so, um, so I got the console, I bought Bomberman, I have Bomberman and I have Zelda. Um, I got Zelda last because, like I said, I'm not a big fan of Zelda. But obviously, that was like the kind of game that was like the showcase game for the console. So, <clears throat> in regards to the console, I think the console was uh, built was built well. Um, it it's not like a fingerprint magnet like some of the other consoles, like the PlayStation and the Xbox, were when it first came out. Um, it's definitely a console that's meant to be. Uh, it's definitely a console that's meant to be portable, along with being a home console. But I think it's more meant to be portable than it is to be a home console. Um, I know the screen. A lot of people have been saying things in regards to the screen. The screen on the um, handheld portion of the console, the console itself, is 720. And I know a lot of people are like going crazy off of it not being 1080. Um, it upscales to 1080 when you put it on to uh, its dock uh, for your television. Um, I mean, honestly, it's hard for me to say whether or not, oh, these graphics are like insane or not. Because one, I own UHC televisions, so they usually upscale anyway. And two... Most of the games that are available on the console as of launch titles aren't like the most graphically, you know, intense games. So I won't really know unless something like Arkham uh, Asylum, Arkham Asylum comes out or something to that effect. Or, um, you know, because Zelda is kind of cell shaded, kind of, you know, it's kind of the colors aren't vibrant colors. It's all like you know, kind of muted to some extent. So, at least from what I've seen so far from playing the game, and I played the game probably for a good solid, probably a solid 10 hours. So, um, in regards to Zelda itself, I think Zelda is a very good game. If you're a, a Zelda fan, you definitely love this game. Um, is it like uh, Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask? I don't know. I really can't answer that question because I never really played those games, but I've heard them to be very, very good games. So, um, 
like I was telling someone before, the Zelda games, the Zelda game that turned me off, I don't remember which one it was offhand, but it was the first one that came out on Wii, the original Wii system, and it took so long for it to start up for you to play it that I was just like, I was done, so I was afraid that this might be the same way, but actually, surprisingly, when the game started, about five minutes into it, it started and I was able to play it uh, immediately, so it worked out. Um, pretty good for uh, in regards to Zelda. Aside from Zelda, I also got Bomberman. I think Bomberman, you know, it's Bomberman. It's um, I liked playing Bomberman. I also have a uh, race car, like similar to like um, F Zero type game. I think it's on their uh, it's on their eShop, which that's a whole nother conversation that I'm about to get into. So, aside from the games I had gotten, they all seem pretty decent. I mean, they're pretty good games for launch titles or whatever. Zelda being the best out of all of them. Zelda would be good whether it was a launch title or not. But other than that, um, a lot of people who ask me about if when I have, when I told them I have the system, the first thing they ask is, one, how much is it? And it's $299.99. Offhand, sales tax plus sales tax. Probably for me, it was about $320. So... Um, I think the price, eh, the price is not bad. I mean, it could have been lower because it's not really comparable to the newer systems, but to the older systems, quote unquote. But, um, what I think is a little weird and a little outrageous is the pricing for their accessories. The accessory prices, especially for the joy cons, um, themselves are actually kind of steep. Uh, you can get a two pack which will cost you around $80, or you can get a, uh, you can get th- them separately, the left or the right, and they're like $50 each. To me, that's crazy, because you got console, you got PlayStation and Xbox controllers for $60, so you mean to tell me one Joy-Con is like only $10 cheaper than, you know, the, the controller, because then the controller on the other consoles, that's just straight ridiculous. I think those prices have to drop down, but I understand why they're doing it. They got to get as much money as possible. So I understand that. Um, In regards to the console itself, though, I think the Nintendo Switch is a console that if they support it right and they get the right third-party developers and second-party developers, I think the Switch could be a very, very good console. I think they a lot of people would get this system um if they support it like the concept of you have a joy con system in which if you don't buy any other controllers the joy con could be two controllers depending on the game like i have bomberman and i have the f-zero like game i think it's a r rmx fast rmx or something like that you can use one joy con for two people and really not lose anything. Um, the Joy-Con concept, I think, is a very good concept. I think it's a bit overpriced, but it's definitely a, de- a very good concept. Uh, I had an issue with the Switch not having any games with it. Like, it's like selling you 1-2 Switch, which is really a glorified tech demo, for $50. Whereas, when you had the original Wii, it came with the Wii Sports. 1-2 Switch is not a game 
I, I would say it's not comparable to Wii Sports. Wii Sports, I would have paid $50 or $40. I would have paid $40 for Wii Sports, $30 or $40 for Wii Sports. To buy one, two Switch, and it's like 50 bucks. that's just way too high for me. Um, I think either you could have bundled that together with the console, charged me a little more, or just not sell it for 50 bucks. Like, I, I really went into the store thinking, let me get some games so I can play this game and so I can have somewhat of a review for this game. Okay, it's game console. And I'm looking at Nintendo Switch, 123 Switch, 122 Switch. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not spending $50 for a tech demo. So that was pretty much the end of that for switch like if there's a demo i might check it out but you know other than that i'm not going to check that game out but i'm happy with the console with the games i bought for the console i was a little disappointed though when i got turned the console on the the interface the user interface i i think is actually pretty good the only problem is it's extremely bare there's no virtual console which makes no sense to me there's a couple of games uh there's a news icon that you can click on and find out news for the console and nintendo in general to me all that stuff like the news thing is not that a big a deal i could look at my phone and find out news for nintendo and be more news than what they would ever ask would ever provide for me Two, to have no virtual console when you know you only have six launch titles nine if you're including the three that are eventually available online on your app store you have nine con nine games for this console and not have a virtual console to me just didn't make any sense like it's like they didn't really learn anything from when they came out with the nintendo classic so it's almost as though it feels like it's a rush job it doesn't even feel like they actually like took the time to plan correctly and come out with the nintendo switch and have a ha, have a successful launch. I, I mean, if it if it makes money for them and their launch is quote unquote successful, that's because there's not really that many of them that were set to stores. So, I mean, I understand pushing back shipments to create more of a demand for it, but you don't really have any games for it. Like when people ask me, like when friends ask me, "Hey, Mike." Would you, did you, oh, you got the Nintendo Switch, would you get it? All I could tell them is, it's, I like the console, but there's no real games for it. There's no games for it. And it's not backwards compatible with anything. So, you're pretty much stuck. Like, if there was a virtual cons uh, console, I was like, hey, virtual console's on there. Sure, you really don't want a new console to play old games on it. But if there's nothing else available... I would love to play Super Smash Brothers on the Nintendo Switch. I think that would be an awesome experience. As a whole, I love the console. I can see the potential in the console. For those of you who aren't familiar with the console, basically the Nintendo Switch is like making the Nintendo Wii U portable. Whereas the when people bought the when the Wii U originally came out, the Wii U, a lot of people thought the controller was like a portable system. You can go walk out the house and play the game. No, that controller had to stay in, in the house with the game console, with the rest of the console, because it was not portable. So what they did was they basically made the Wii U controller into a game console. 
except it's significantly better. The screen side, the screen part of it, which houses the game, um, you can put uh, SD cards in, or you could put uh, a game card in, or a uh, headphone jack and things of that nature. That's about the size, a little larger than like an iPhone um, Plus, the iPhone uh, 7 Plus, the larger iPhone. It's just a slight bit larger. It's definitely thicker, but it's a slight bit larger. It's not really even that much thicker either than the iPhone. So it's not like it's an incredibly large device. The problem is when you put the Joy-Cons on, it does become really, really wide console. So, but, um, basically you could play the game. You could play the console as a handheld or if you're at the house and you want to play something on your television, you just plug, you just place the console into the uh, dock and then it will transmit the uh, signal onto your television via HDMI. So you take the Joy-Cons off the sides of the uh, monitor from the console and you can either use them separately like they are or you can put them into a um, a grip which will make the con the Joy Cons more of a kind of controller kind of feel, or you can um there's handrails that'll help you use them as just indiv- individual like um controllers for each hand, kind of like the original Wii, um, or you can just get a Pro controller, which to me the Pro controller reminds me too much of a uh, um almost like the the old school Dreamcast Sega Saturn controller. Not actually, it reminds me exactly button layout wise of the um, Xbox controller, uh, Xbox layout. But the controller reminds me of a Sega controller. I'm beginning to think Sega just left, a lot of their employees just left Sega and went to Nintendo. Because a lot of Nintendo stuff looks too much like a Sega to me. So... I guess maybe that's just me being too much of a Sega fan as opposed to a Nintendo fan. I don't know, but that's another conversation all to, onto itself. Now, you can get a Pro controller. You can get, there's a whole there's a whole lot of accessories in the box for the uh, the Pro controller is not included, but there's a whole lot of accessories. Plus, you can get different color Joy Cons. So, if you're really that kind of person that likes to be kind of unique, I guess you could say. Then you can go out and buy different color um, Joy Cons. So, I mean, the console itself, I think the console is executed extremely well. The build quality is very good. The concept, I really like the concept to be able to play Zelda at home and then go, oh man, I gotta get out and go to work or I gotta get out and do something and just take the thing with you and just go out and play it. Uh, just to let people know, though, the the um, battery life for the handheld when it's in handheld mode, it's roughly about most people I've seen, and me personally, I've got pro- approximately about three hours in, three hours worth before it starts going, you know, before it gives me the uh, message that the battery is low. So anywhere between three to three and a half hours. They claim you can get up to six hours, but if you're playing like Zelda, you're really going to get like maybe two and a half, three. If you're playing something like, um, if you're playing like Shovel Knight, you probably get probably close to six. So, 
Um, yeah, I so far I think as of like right now, to it would I would I suggest people to buy the console? No, there's not that many. If you're not a Zelda fan, there's really no reason. Plus, Zelda is available on the Wii U. So now, if I didn't have the Wii U, nor did I have the Switch, and I wanted to play Zelda, I would just get the Switch. Because getting the Wii U, you're just eventually you're not gonna have games come out for the Wii U where there's gonna be games coming out for the Switch. So you might as well just get the Switch. But if you already have a Wii U, then you might as well just get it on the uh, Wii U. I've heard from friends who have it on the Wii U that um, when battles get it kind of intensified, the the frame rate kind of slows and starts chugging along. So you gotta keep that in mind. Of course, you're buying a game. That's available on Wii U, but it's meant for Nintendo Switch. So keep that in mind if you do go out and get the Wii U version. But um, would I, as as a console, me owning it, out of five stars, I'd probably give it four. Maybe three and a half, definitely. I would say more of a four because on a console by itself, I think it's a very good console. I think it was executed well. Um, I have really no issues with the console. In regards to the games, though, I mean, Bomberman is awesome. Zelda's awesome. One, two, Switch, I can deal without that. I could do without that. Um, some of the games that are available, like Shovel Knight and things like that, that's cool. Especially if they decide, if they let the indie market really support the Switch, that would be a good look. I think it'll work out well. Um, it's just not that many games on it. But that's to be expected. Most consoles, when they launch, don't have that many games. So I would say, yeah, a solid four out of five stars. I really like the console. I really like the concept um, and everything else that's involved. Um, yeah. So we have, we've recorded some uh, unboxings and things of that nature on the Switch uh, we're about to do our video uh, review also on the Switch. This is just a real quick, put something out there right away so people know exactly how Mikey Fresh feels more specifically. Uh, Big L will probably check it out uh, sometime this week. So when we have the, the uh, video review, he'll be telling you his thoughts and his first impressions on the console. But that's where we're going to leave it. Uh, as always, for Otaku by Otaku. Thanks for listening, guys, and have a great day. Peace.